The Grand Thrive Podcast, episode 120. Can you make a successful living selling one-of-a-kind items online? Do you want to grow a thriving, profitable handmade business? My name's Jess Van Den, and I'm here to help you do just that. I took my own handmade business full-time in 2010, and since 2013, I've helped thousands of makers, just like you, create and grow successful handmade businesses. So, are you ready to thrive? Let's get learning. Hey Thrivers, Jess here. Welcome to another episode of the Create and Thrive podcast. This is episode 120. So I have had quite a lovely week. I'm very excited because we got our new car and it's amazing. <laughs> it's the first nice car I've ever had and it's quite lovely, especially after driving a van for eight years and I love my van, but uh, I joke to my friends that it's like driving a cloud. <laughs> You know, I've got auto. Wow, that's the first car I've ever had that's been automatic. So that's been quite fun, especially when you're stuck in traffic. Nah, makes life much easier. So that's uh, that's been my fun times. And uh, Nick and I actually just had our 10-year uh, anniversary, 10 years since we got together, which is amazing. And I can't quite believe it's been that long. And uh, I don't know if you know the story, if you've listened to the very first podcast, Podcast Zero, which is my story. I tell the story of how we met. Uh, Nick was actually backpacking around Australia and we met through a mutual friend and then he never went home. Well, he did, but he came back. (laughs) So yeah, now we're lucky enough to have a lovely home and uh, business and life together. So I'm very grateful for that. And I want to publicly say a big thank you to him for all that he has done for me over the last 10 years and all that he's brought to my life. So I'm very, very lucky to have such a wonderful partner in both business and life. So it's been a good week. Now, I just want to give you a couple of dates to pop in your calendar because there's some stuff coming up. So in uh, the end of at the end of September, specifically the 27th of September, the Thriver Circle will be opening for membership yet again. So it's the last time it's going to be opening, fourth time and last time it's going to be opening for 2017. So you won't be able to join until early 2018 if you don't uh, join us this time. So that's September 27th and membership is only open for 72 hours. So if you do want to join us, make sure you don't miss out on that membership window. If you don't know what I'm talking about, head on over to thrivercircle.com. It's my membership site for makers and it's filled with hundreds of people just like you learning how to turn their handmade hobby into a thriving business. The second thing is that set up shop, which is my course that teaches you how to set up successfully to sell your handmade products online. It's going to be running for the final time this year in the middle of October. So it's going to be starting on October 16th. So um, enrollment will be open the week before that. And the class will start on October 16th. So pop that in your diaries if you want to join me and a whole bunch of other makers It's a 30-day course, takes you step-by-step through everything you need to do and know to set up a successful online business for your handmade goods. And uh, many, many, many hundreds of makers over the years have gone through, might even be in the thousands now, has gone through this course and has helped them set up their business online successfully from the get-go. So head on over to createandthrive.com and look under courses and look for Set Up Shop 
and you'll see all the details about the course there. And of course, if you have any questions about either thing, don't hesitate to get in line. Just drop me an email, just at createandthrive.com. And I'm happy to answer any questions you have about the Thriver Circle or set up shop. And uh, that'll be it for the year. There won't be any more courses or anything until next year. So I do hope you come along and join us. Uh, we're having a great time in the Thriver Circle. As as I um, record this, we're just about to finish our August project, which is the Pinterest challenge, working on increasing uh, our Pinterest reach and getting more traffic to our websites. And that's been going really well. I've been enjoying that. And so has have the members who've been participating. So we do a project like that every month. We do a different project where we kind of all work on one specific aspect of our business together. And there's heaps more benefits of being a member, but that's just one of them. So that was Thriver Circle opening membership on September the 27th. And Setup Shop will be starting, the course will be starting on October 16th, which means membership, uh, sorry, enrollment will shut the day before, and that's Australian time. All right, so that's that. Now, let's get on to today's podcast, which is a topic that I have talked about over and over again for many, many, many years now. And unfortunately, my answer has not changed. And that is this question. Can I have a successful online handmade business if I make one of a kind items? Now, specifically, we're talking about online here. The question, the answer I've always given to this question is not really. (laughs) and I know that's not what a lot of people want to hear but I'm not in the business of lying to you or telling you something that you want to hear I'm in the business of helping you to actually figure this stuff out so I'm going to talk to you about why I say it's not really possible to have a successful online handmade business if you're making one-of-a-kind items so let's talk a bit about that what is one-of-a-kind so one-of-a-kind is an item you only make the one you you make it, it's unique, completely unique, and you want to sell that. So if all of your products are completely unique with nothing similar, you know, they, they might be all jewelry, they might all be pottery or whatever it is. Uh, however, the difference between selling online and selling offline is what what matters here. If you make mostly one-of-a-kind items, you can absolutely have a successful handmade business. I'm not saying that you can't. What you're going to struggle with is having an online-based successful handmade business. Now, there are a couple of exceptions to this, and I'm going to get them out of the way first. The exceptions are this. Number one, your items are very expensive. So each of your items, if it's in the mid to high hundreds per item, then it is possible because for every product you sell, you're getting a good return. Now, that being said, these products can't take you days to make because then, you you know, you have to do that balance of how much time uh, and materials cost is going into this product plus all the rest of it. You know, you need to be covering your overheads. You need to be making a profit versus how much I'm selling it for. Uh, So there needs to be a, if you're making one of kind and trying to successfully sell that online, there needs to be a big uh, amount of money that you earn for that, that product because it's not just the making of it that takes you the time. And we'll talk about that in a minute. So one exception is you're selling very high priced products and you're selling a lot of them, i.e. you're selling a couple, you know, one or two a day minimum for something in the mid hundreds. Uh, 
the other exception is if you have built up a rabid following of people uh, and you are basically a cult item. So uh, when I think about this, I think about certain uh, ceramicists out there. This is what comes to mind is that they, the way they work their shop, uh, the way they work their online selling is that they work in batches. And so they build up, you know, they create a batch of items and then they release it to great fanfare at once online and then they sell out. Now they, they can only do this and you can only do this when you've built up a very uh, dedicated following or a very large following of people who really, really want your products. So that takes a lot of time and a lot of work to do. And those are really the only two times where I've seen one of a kind making work online or one of kind makers selling online successfully. It's, but that being said, it's very rare for that to happen. When you're not, the way you're not going to be successful is if you're making one of a kind items that are mid to low priced. If you're making items that you're only selling for sub $100 or even say $200, the chances are of you making a successful living out of that are very small. And let me explain why that is, because I think it's important that you understand I'm not just making this up. <laughs> I actually have reasons for what I'm, what I'm telling you here. So I'm going to explain why. So when you sell your handmade goods to stores or to mark at markets, it doesn't matter if your goods are one of a kind because you've made them and then you send them to the shop or you lay them out on the table and people see them and they love them and they buy them or not, which is great. Selling online, however, is a completely different game because making the item is only a small part of the work that goes into listing a handmade item online. Whenever you decide to list an item on your handmade shop, you need to photograph it. You need to edit the photos. You need to brainstorm keywords and tags. You need to write a title. You need to write a description, get all that proofread or double check it, make sure it's right. You need to upload the photos to your shop. You need to upload the description to your shop. And there's more. And all of that extra work takes quite a long time. Now, if you're, you know, you've got things set up to be in a bit of a production line, you'll probably cut down the time, say, you know, you make 10 items, you photograph them all in a, at the same time, then you edit all the photos. So you're doing stuff in bulk. You're batching your work. That will reduce the, the workload somewhat. However, you still have to do all of that work for every single item that you make when you're making one-of-a-kind items. And this takes a lot of time. Now, to run a successful online handmade business where you're not selling really high-priced items, you really need to be selling multiple items every single day. Uh, depending on the price point of your items, th- how many you're going to sell varies. You know, for us, we only have to sell a couple of items a day because our price points are in the hundreds, right? Most of our most of our rings that we sell are kind of around the hundred or dollar mark or more. And we do sell other jewelry, but, you know, f- because that's our price point and our profit margins and all that sort of stuff, for a ferial, we only have to sell a couple of items a day. 
Now, if you're selling stuff for like 10, 20, 30, $50, you're going to have to sell more to make the same, the same amount of money. So you need to think about that. And this is where you need to think about, you know, looking at your goals, how much money you're going to be wanting to make from your business, how much time it takes you to make your products, how much time it takes you to list your products online. If you're doing online business, how much time it takes you to do your emails, your bookkeeping, your marketing, all of that stuff is work that needs to be paid for by the sale of your products, your overheads, you know, your electricity, your internet, all of that stuff. So think about the process of listing an item online, all of that work you have to do. Think about doing it every, every single time you want to add an, an item to your shop. That is a major time suck. You know, it's going to take you a lot of time. Therefore, once you actually start getting busy, doing it is not really sustainable in the long term. It's You can do it at first and that's where people get in trouble is because when they start, they have all this time to make stuff. You know, you've, you're not really selling much. You're doing, you know, you've probably come from a place of doing this for fun, doing it as a passion. You're excited. You want to be tr- trying different things, making lots of different designs. The idea of making the same thing over and over again might be a bit daunting or boring. And it can be. So, you know, you're spending all this time creating new designs, adding them to your online shop. Yeah, it's a lot of work now, but hey, you're not really selling a lot, so you've got the time. But when business starts picking up and once you start getting serious about the marketing and branding and all that other part of your business, you know, that you really need to be spending a lot of time on to grow it, you're going to run out of time. (laughs) You know, you're simply, you're going to start selling stuff And then you're going to start running out of time to make new things or you're not going to be able to keep up, which is, you know, sounds like a good problem to have. But if you don't have stock, you can't sell it. So what I'm saying is not that you can't make one of a kind items. Of course not. You can absolutely make one of a kind items. You don't have to give it up forever. (laughs) You know, you don't have to go, oh, I can never make another one of a kind item again because it's never going to be profitable. Of course you can. But what I am saying is that if you want to have a successful online handmade business, you absolutely need a range of reproducible designs because when you have those, you, you do all of that work once you, you create the prototype once you photograph it, edit the photos, come up with keywords, you know, all of that stuff. You do it once. And then you sell the product over and over again. And all you have to do is make it. Now that cuts down on a few things. It cuts down obviously on the time to do all that extra uh, listing work. But it also cuts down on the time and the pressure of constantly having to come up with new designs. Because in the beginning, you've got lots of energy. It's really exciting. It's really fun. But there will come a time where, you know, and it happens to all of us and it comes and goes, is that creative flow, that creative inspiration ebbs and flows. And if you find yourself in a creative dip or creative ebb, and you don't have a range of reproducible designs that you can just keep selling to keep your business going, what what will you do? You know, you'll, you'll start stressing out because you're like, I need to create new stuff to put in my shop. And then you won't have the energy. And yeah, so that's something you want to avoid as well. By having this range of reproducible designs, it's really, really great. It's the bread and butter. It's the core range 
of your business that just will sit there and stay there and sell over and over again. And it should form a substantial proportion of your product line. So you still have the freedom to to make and list one of a kind items when inspiration strikes and you have the time, but you're not spending a huge amount of time listing new things constantly. And you can also work this to your advantage with uh, the price points in your business. If you have a range of reproducible designs, they are they should be obviously priced properly and priced well so that you're making a good amount of money on them. But that elevates your one-of-a-kind items to another level. And you should be charging a lot more for those because they are exclusive designs. They are one-of-a-kind. So, you know, that that is another element of your pricing structure that you can work with is that here, here, you can't see all this. I'm doing all these hand movements. You know, you can't see them. That's, that's all right. You can imagine. So <laughs> here are your reproducible designs, your bread and butter designs, the stuff that you're known for. You are the person who makes fill in the blank, right? Then you have above that, you could have limited edition as well. You know, you make a, say 10 of one item or something. Then above that, you have one of a kind unique pieces that when somebody buys one, they're the only person in the world who has it. So that's a nice pricing structure as well to consider for your shop. And the other thing to remember, sure, your your designs are reproducible, right? So if you don't know what I'm, I should clarify, if you don't know what I'm talking about with reproducible item, it's an item, you make a prototype, you list that, and you can reproduce that pretty much exactly every single time to make it look the same. Now, there can be slight differences. For example, maybe you make bags and you use a range of different fabrics. Obviously, because of, you know, pattern placement and stuff, when you make one of your reproducible designs, the fabric might not be placed in exactly the same spot. And you say that, you explain that in your description. You say, you know, fat, uh, pattern placement may vary. Very straightforward thing to do. Uh, same thing with jewellery, if you're using stones and stuff like that. As long as they're similar enough, you can say, you know, the stone will be slightly different because it's, a, you know, a unique stone, but it will look pretty much like this. Things like that. So you make it very clear to your customer that they're getting not getting the exact item photographed. They're getting one that looks almost exactly the same, though. And that's what matters because you don't have to go through that process of photographing it over and over again. So those items, you know, those reproducible items, they're all, they are actually also one of a kind. They're just not one of a kind in the sense that there's none that look the same. Every single item is handmade by, you know, by you or by your team. So it's handmade. It's unique. Even if it's not one of a kind, it's still unique because it's still handmade with love. Right. So remember that. Remember that it's still special, even though it might be a, a reproducible design and you might have made hundreds of them, but every single one is special because it's got it's a new piece and it's going to a new home. So another huge benefit and another huge pitfall that you avoid by making reproducible items is the multiple location conundrum. So I've heard this one a lot of times. Jess, I've got this one-of-a-kind item I've listed in my Etsy store, but I'm doing a market this weekend. And what if it sells at the market and online at the same time? Oh, my God, (laughs) what do I do? Or I have multiple online shops. I've got my own website. I've got Etsy. 
but I've got one of kind items. What do I list where? We fix this problem by having reproducible designs. So, you know, when you are, when you have a range of reproducible designs, you can have them for sale everywhere. You can have them in your own shop, in your online venues, Etsy, uh, you know, Dewanda, Zibit, uh, Amazon Handmade, wherever you might have a handmade shop. And if you have reproducible items, you can have as many of those shops as you can handle taking care of right so when I started out the first few years in business I had my stuff on heaps of different online venues because I saw it as a way of marketing my work and getting my work in front of as many people as possible I didn't have my full range because I had at the time I had like hundreds of products (laughs) we still have hundreds but less so I didn't have my full range on all of these venues but I had my core products the ones that were you know I was the best known for and that sold the best so we had them on like heap I must have at the height had at least eight different online venues and over time as we've gotten busier I've pulled that back and pulled that back just because managing that many online shops can be really hard work or a lot of work so consider that but when you're starting it's brilliant because it's a way for you to get your work in front of as many people as possible at a really low cost Especially if you're, you know, places like Etsy, you don't pay, you know, sure you pay a, a small listing fee, like 20 cents or whatever it is, but you don't have to pay a monthly fee. With some places you do, so you may, you know, second guess that. But for the ones where you do just pay a fee for listing, that's a really good way of getting your work out there. But if you've got one of a kind, you can't do that because you can't, it's not worth the risk to list the same item in heaps of different places because, yeah, what if it does sell twice? Then you're in big trouble. So by having those reproducible designs, you can have them in all your online venues. You can sell them to shops. You can take them to the markets. They can be in many places at once, which is really nice. But then what do you do with your one of a kind? Well, I would have them in my best-selling online venue, whatever that might be, if that's your shop or your Etsy shop or whatever. Have them listed there, preferably on your own website because that's you want people to come to you to buy your one of a kind stuff. That's like where you have the the most... Uh, elevated products on your own website but then if you take them to market just deactivate them for the weekend in the online shop no biggie if somebody likes it and they don't buy it you can say hey if it's still here at the end of the weekend check out my online shop on monday because it'll be back available in there you know that's a way around that issue as well so that's a big problem that a lot of people come across and this is a way to get around that as well so there you have it um why it's almost impossible and not recommended to try to have a successful online handmade business with just one of a kind items. Now, if you are listening to this and you have a successful online, predominantly like 80, 90% you make your money from online business with one of a kind items, I want to hear from you because you are like my white whale. I have been trying to get someone who does actually do this on the show four years and I have not this is I haven't found anyone I just I have not found somebody even amongst all the research I've done and all the people I've talked to I've seen a couple of people uh, over the years who have who seem from the outside to be doing this but I would really love to hear from you or if you know of somebody who is absolutely making a living online from selling one-of-a-kind handmade goods. And I'm I'm guessing that if you are that person or you do, you probably fit in with the criteria I discussed earlier, which is you're selling your items like they're custom items. Uh, so you're selling them for quite a lot of money. Um, so that's probably the case. 
I want to hear from you. I'd love to chat to you about why you've done it that way and how you've done it that way. And if you are someone who is making one of a kind, you know, you're at that position where you're struggling to build a business through making one of a kind items, I strongly encourage you to consider how you can turn at least a proportion of your designs into reproducible items because it will really, it will make all the difference to being able to grow your business and scale your business and make it more profitable and give you more time back to work on other aspects of the business. So there's that for you guys. Thanks so much for listening again. Now, if you want to build a successful online business, do go check out Setup Shop and consider joining us for that because that is exactly what I teach in that in that course. Uh, and I touch on this whole reproducible item thing and we, we get into a bit more depth on that. So again, head on over to createandthrive.com, look under courses for Setup Shop and you'll see the information on exactly what we cover in that course over there. All right, I'm going to head off for this week. Thank you so much for listening. And I would love to hear from you as always. Email me, leave me a comment on the Facebook page, leave me a comment on the blog. This is episode 120. So just head over and look for episode 120 over at createandthrive.com and you can get the show notes for this episode. I will be back again next week with another episode of the Create and Thrive podcast and goodbye for now.